Welcome in everyone, my name is Olivia and you are listening to the Movie Multiverse. When you clicked on this, you probably thought it was just going to be a podcast about movie reviews and TV reviews, but that's going to be far from it. Over the course of these next episodes, I'm going to prove that every movie and TV show connects, either through their storylines or the characters in them. And this week, I'm going to be proving that the Jonas Brothers don't exist using Supernatural, so let's get into it. So Supernatural ran for 15 seasons going from 2005 to 2020. It follows brothers Sam and Dean and their very, very crazy adventures. I mean, there's 15 seasons, so there's a lot that goes on, and I did watch all 15 seasons. But the first season, Dean shows up to Sam at Harvard. I believe he's at Harvard. And is like, hey, dad's missing. We need to go find him. But how did Sam end up at Harvard in the first place? Well, many people don't know. Before Sam went to Harvard, he, when he ran away from home, he took on Dean's identity and went to a tiny town called Stars Hollow, where he fell in love with a girl named Rory Gilmore. But let's be honest, she is not the best. And he saw that and he left. He was like, I am out of here. Which brings us back to Dean and Sam starting their adventure. So throughout the first season, they hunt down clues, fight bad guys, fight monsters, trying to find their dad. And at the end of the first season, they finally do. And they stop um, the villain who's been tormenting their family for the past like 20 something years. But at the end of season one, Sam, Dean and their father get in a car accident. And at the beginning of season two, they're in a hospital. Now, Dean is dying in this hospital, and so his dad makes a deal and trades his life for Dean. Everybody just assumes the dad dies. He is actually transferred to a hospital in Seattle, Washington, and that hospital is Seattle Grace, where he meets Izzy Stevens. Now, their father, his name is John, wants his kids to stay safe, so what he does is he takes on the role of Danny Duquette, who has a pretty much fatal heart condition. He and Izzy fall in love, but she eventually can't save him. About a year after these events, someone new comes to the hospital. Her name is Lexi Gray, and she's the half-sister of Meredith Gray, the main star of the show. Over the course of the next six years, the sisters grow closer and closer and closer. At the end of season nine, Meredith and her gang of residents are taking their board exams. They have to fly on a plane, and that ends very poorly especially for Lexi so the plane crashes Meredith Christina Derek Mark Sloan Arizona Robbins and Lexi and the pilot are all on the plane everybody seems to be okay except for Lexi as she's stuck under part of the plane like the back of the plane that's ripped off and part of the episode follows Mark and Christina trying to help her but they realize it's too late The doctors are stuck in the woods for about a week until finally someone saves them, but they don't take Lexi's body back because it's trapped and they've got to help all of these other people. But most people don't know that Lexi actually survives, but the event is so traumatic that she like, she, she leaves Grey's Anatomy. She does not ever come back. And instead, 
instead, she goes on the run for three years, just kind of taking a break, taking a breather, doing whatever she wants. But she eventually finds a hidden world with with super with superheroes. And this brings us into Supergirl. Supergirl first aired on October 26, 2015, and it ran through December 7th of 2021. But I'm pretty sure it ended just sometime beforehand, but all the characters made a reappearance on like some crazy crossover event. Also, just a quick disclaimer, I have never watched Supergirl, nor have I watched Gilmore Girls. I mean, I was I was in the room when Gilmore Girls was playing, so like I knew the like general overview of each season of the show. But Supergirl, the only episodes I have watched have been with the crossovers for the Arrow and the Flash. So if I get something wrong, um, sorry about that. <laughs> so I'm doing a bit of research on the show as I am recording this, and I am just going to say, um, no, that didn't actually happen. And what really happened is, is Lexi joins this new family of superheroes and takes on the name Alex. She just kind of figures if she couldn't save others or herself as a doctor, she could save them as a superhero. But from the research I've done, it doesn't look like it turned out very well and she does end up dying, but then she comes back again. So maybe she's had superpowers all along of she's just immortal, like just immortal. We'll go, we'll go with that. <laughs> but the Supergirl and Arrowverse and all these things had so many major crossovers. Crossovers with The Flash. I did watch all nine seasons of The Flash. Um, I wish I did not. It should have ended at season five. Um, but I stuck. I kind of stuck through it. I kind of skipped the last half of season nine and then watched the last episode. And they had such a big buildup and there was nothing. But another show that was connected to all, all of this was Arrow. Arrow first, I believe, started in, yep, 2012, where son of a billionaire Oliver Queen is trapped on an island for five years and learned how to fight. He comes back and he writes all of his father's wrongs. Now, this show was a very, very well-created show. It's it switched between Oliver dealing with fitting back into reality and new villains that arose while also having flashbacks to his island self and learning just like a whole storyline with that. The show had two main storylines going for five seasons and it did it really well. Um, in my opinion, this show should have ended after the fifth season. It, it, it like stopped really well. I still liked the episodes that came after, but it just did not hit and I was not interested in the future episodes with his daughter and son. But they're like half siblings and... I don't really know, but one of the characters on the show is a man named John Diggle. He first appears in the first few episodes as a bodyguard to Oliver that his mom hired because she saw that he was out doing dangerous things. He was like, had all this press on him. He was going to be a target. Um, throughout the first few episodes as well, Oliver dodges him, gets away from him, blah, 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 until he reveals that he is the arrow. And over the seasons, Diggle, or Diggy, I don't know if they, I don't remember if they call him Diggy. I know they stop though, and they start calling him John, which it's kind of when the show started to go downhill. But um, they basically 
form a team. But before John Diggle, before John Diggle, <laughs> before John Diggle started with the Arrowverse and this whole big, big team, he was also at Seattle Grace, but I think it was Seattle Grace Mercy West or maybe even Grace Loan Memorial Hospital at this point. Now, it has been a while since I've seen this episode of Grey's Anatomy, but I'm pretty sure I remember it. So if I get this wrong, once again, like, come at me, but come at me in a nice way. Um, yes, but Diggle, before he is on Arrow, he is in the hospital, I believe, with his fiance, and he goes by the name of Barrett Carnahan, I think. That's how you pronounce the last name. I am looking it up on Google right now. Um, thank you, fandom.com, for your information. But the episode is called My Next Life. It's supposed to be season 12, episode 12. So if you want to take a look at it, go ahead and take a look at it. But from what I make sure, basically in this episode, he and his fiance, it might be his wife. I think it is his wife there. He wants to have a baby and settle down. And she wants to get a promotion as a police officer. And so what happens is she makes a risky move in some, like, bank robbery or, like, high-level event, and she gets shot. Um, and so during the episode, they're like, he's like, just retire, just retire. He's thinking, they're both thinking that she's going to get fired. So she's like, I'm ready to start my life. I'm, like, totally okay with it. But then it turns out that they give her the promotion that she's been dreaming for. And she's like... I'm putting this family on hold. And he does not like that. And I think that for the rest of the episode, it kind of goes back into like the doctor's, um, the doctor's like issues. So you don't see a lot of more of like, where did they end up? Where did they go? But lucky for you guys, I actually know. I 100% know and I'm not just making this up. <laughs> um, so afterwards, he... They, they get a divorce. They're done. He is so heartbroken that he moves to Starlight City, I believe it is. Central. No. Cent Starlight City. Yes. Because Central City is a flash. Starlight City, where he takes on the name John, who was his father, and starts the whole Arrowverse thing. And so we're 10 minutes in. We're almost 11 minutes in. And you may be wondering, what does this have to do with the Jonas Brothers? And boy, do I tell you that we are there. So, back before John Diggle, Barrett, whoever you want to call him, was on Grey's Anatomy, Demi Lovato was a patient there. She was a patient between the time of Denny Duquette and I believe Lexi Gray. Yes, she was on there, season six. Demi goes by the name of Haley, and she is brought in by her parents because she's having psychotic breaks and... Nobody knows what to do about it. They just want to put her into the psych ward and leave her be. But I believe it's Derek Shepard. Once again, you know the whole whole drill. I might be wrong. Um, tell me if I'm wrong. Um, pretty much figures out that figures out how to help her. But while she's having all these like crazy psychotic breaks and hallucinations, she dreams that she is sent to a musical camp where. She goes by the name of Michi Torres. And at this camp, there were three uh, three brothers that go by the name Shane Gray, Nate Gray, and Jason Gray. And during this, um, I have not, another disclaimer, I have not fully watched Camp Rock. 
So if I get this completely wrong, um, yes, <laughs> um, no, but they, she basically, I think she falls in love with one of them. I think, I think it probably is Nick Jonas, but I'm not entirely sure. But anyways, they have to fight the evil camp, something, something. And she made this all up. Like it was all in her head. The camp, everybody there, like these people don't exist in real life. Life. These three brothers, Joe Jonas, Nick Jonas, and Kevin Jonas, those are just made up names that she made because she was using a made up name, Haley, going by Mitchie Torres. Shane Gray, Nate Gray, and Jason Gray probably exist, but Joe Jonas, Nick Jonas, and Kevin Jonas don't. She just made them all up. I mean, you can't. <laughs> but in the end, like I said, Haley gets cured. But you ever wonder why we haven't had another Camp Rock movie? You think, like, they're all old enough that they could get back together and do, like, a reunion and it, like, blow everybody's socks off. But no, it's because they don't actually exist. Hate to break it to you, do not exist. So, for a final recap, start in Supernatural, Dean takes on the role, my bad, Sam takes on the role of Dean, the father goes to Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy goes into Supergirl. Supergirl goes back into Grey's Anatomy. And Grey's Anatomy goes to Camp Rock. Um, thank you very much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, if this does well, I will be making another one. Um, I don't know. Just kind of when I have the time. Um, I will put my social medias in the description or whatever it is when i get to spotify and actually post this um i did make a video about this and it got it's at about 8500 views right now which it's it's not a good amount but it is a lot so if you saw that um and you're like man she just stole this person's idea no this is my idea i'm just putting it into audio form but see you all next time thank you for listening if you stayed this far Bye-bye. <laughs>